0: Love Talk Radio. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Rough Riders Radio podcast. I'm the host, the Rough Rider. Today would be our 491st podcast today, entitled The USA is Tired of the putrid, Rancid GOP. Let's begin. I'm going to take this <clears throat> from today's RawStory.com, an article written by a commentary a commentator, Tom Hartman, very liberal, very progressive. It's entitled "Has America Reached the Tipping Point Where Most Are Sickened by the GOP?" Written or published today, February the eighth, twenty twenty-two. Here we go. While Republican successes in blocking legislation, judges, and even presidential nominations may seem like the party's on a roll, the reality is that the GOP is in the midst of an existential crisis as severe as any party has seen since the Whigs died out in the early 19th century. That was the uh, predecessor of the Republican Party. Billionaire Rupert Murdoch's Wall Street Journal is now openly calling them out in an editorial from the publication's editorial board itself. Quote, the United States desperately needs a Republican Party. <clears throat> that is the sane alternative to the ruling Democrats who have lurched to the coercive left. On that score, Americans should welcome Mike Pence's stand Friday for constitutional principle on elections, no matter its political cost. While Murdoch's Fox News will continue to play the grievance game and hang on to Trump and his Rube followers as long as they can to maintain audience share, the Journal's management knows that their more educated and higher-income readers have already seen through Trump's grifts. This represents a huge crisis for Republican officials and the party's leadership, particularly those who continue to play the Trumper Humper card. When the money leaves, the party's dead. Pence standing up to Trump was either the beginning of the end of this incarnation of the GOP or a warning flare that the final stage of the end of a democracy in America has begun. In the Ohio Senate primary, to replace outgoing Senator Rob Portman, a Republican, the race has degenerated into, into a contest about who loves Trump and his racist fascism the most. Eisenstadt writes for political about a freakout internal memo from the campaign of one of the Republican candidates, J.D. Vance, Hillbilly Elegy uh, author, the wealthy investor challenging perennial GOP candidate Josh Mandel, quote, Vance's decline follows a $2 million-plus TV ad campaign from the Club for Growth and USA Freedom Fund, outside groups that are backing Vance's rival, Josh Mandel, which have portrayed Vance as an anti-Trump figure. Both groups are billionaire-affiliated. So it appears that even among Republican billionaires, there's a split between those favoring outright fascism and a return to a Reagan-Bush style of embracing tax cuts and monopolies while pitching feel-good morning in America bromides to voters. As this high-level schism plays out within the GOP, Republican politicians on the ground have stopped even pretending to hold or promote the values that were traditionally the mother's milk of campaigning. They no longer even bother to hold town hall meetings with constituents. Many don't answer their publicly published phones any longer. Mitch McConnell long ago gave up on principle or ethics. He's been all about pure power since Obama was elected. The party that has long proclaimed itself the champion of family values can't even muster a dozen votes, send the child tax credit, or support free preschool. The party of morality that spent three years going after Bill Clinton for getting a blowjob from a consenting adult no longer even bothers to justify Trump's 20 plus charges of rape and sexual assault. The law and order party has declared that assaulting over 140 police so severely they had to be hospitalized, sparing feces on the walls of the U.S. Capitol and trying to overthrow our government, are quote, legitimate political discourse, unquote. Fuck that. Republicans always claim to be the best at economics, but have embraced tax cuts since 1981 that have created a $30 trillion national debt. The party of one nation under God has embraced open racism and attacks on teaching black history. Patriotism and honor were values of the GOP used for decades to woo voters, but since Trump, the party doesn't even bother. Even science is no longer something Republicans feel comfortable with. From COVID to sex ed to evolution and climate change. And don't even think about honest history. Republicans across the nation are trying to ban the stories of the struggles of black, Hispanic, Asian, or Native Americans. Republicans used to performantly embrace kindness. Remember, kissing babies was always big. But now they openly promote assault weapons and the militias that are simply this generation's brutal versions of the Klan. Now it's devolved to the point where a Republican can- candidate can simply purchase the endorsement of high profile by writing a $20,000 check. Obvious grifters like Bobert, Matt Gaetz, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Jimmy Jordan are now the most visible faces of the party. Because the GOP has com- become so completely hollowed out, holding to tax cuts for rich people and deregulation for polluters as their only predictable political positions, they have turned to moral panics. As it's our main tool to try to win elections. These moral panics used to pretty much only pop up in time for an election. Nixon's 1971 war on drugs. Bush Sr.'s Willie Horton freakout, Bush Jr. pushing Islamophobic panic to invade Iraq and seize its oil. Today's GOP, however, bereft of any core principles beyond money and power, has been forced to invent a new panic every year or so. Seems like every other month. Most recently, they've obsessed on Benghazi, Hillary's emails, guns, wedding cakes, trans kids and school bathrooms, voter fraud, and most recently, black history. The current Republican Party situation is unsustainable. The, re- the public is both exhausted and increasingly sickened by the recurrent panics, and outside of those, the GOP offers little by way of plans and policy to rebuild America gutted by 40 years of Reagan's neoliberalism. Grievance and freakout. Politics work well for talk radio and Fox News and have historically helped Republicans win a few elections. Willie Horton, weak Carter against Iran, Clinton getting a BJ, Ob- Obamacare is socialism, but have little to do with governing. As a result, the GOP is going to have one of two ways in the next year or three, full fascist or back to being the Eisenhower Nixon party that watched out for the interest of business while the Dem stood up for labor. But also understood that a healthy economy included the need for reasonable taxes and antitrust enforcement. Nixon, by the way, who maintained a 74% top income tax rate, and he started the ANT breakup. Remember that? There are some predicting today's GOP will vanish going the way of the Whigs to be replaced by a new party that embraces democracy instead of a dictator's, but is also business friendly. That's unlikely, though. The Whigs didn't have a billion-dollar institutional infrastructure with its own momentum, independent of individual politicians. A year ago, many predicted the GOP was going to go full fascist by now, and that is still a serious danger, as I laid out. Anyway, but the fever also seems to be breaking as Trump's crimes are increasingly laid bare. Some January 6th protesters are getting long prison sentences, and Republicans like Pence, Romney, and Cheney ...are calling out the deep grifts within the party. As Mitt Romney recently said about the party's endorsement of the January 6th insurrection... ...could not have been a more inappropriate message. Anything that my party does that comes across as being stupid is not going to help us. How will it shake out? To a large extent, that will be decided by this November's election. If the Trumpy candidates win across the board and the GOP goes full fascist... ...the country, country may well soon follow. If Democrats wipe the floor with them, still a very good possibility... It could signal a turn away from Trump and the GOP returning to its more normal Reagan type grift of just quietly shilling for billionaires and polluters. So there you go, boys and girls. The USA is tired of the rancid GOP. That was our Rough Riders 491st podcast today. date. The old Rough Rider, rounding third, hang for home. And as always, stay well, keep it lit. And remember we ride. So uh, you can just sit back and enjoy the ride. Duncan.